This is Double Exposure Show with your hosts and professional photographers, Sophia Lemon and Petro. Keep listening if you're a photographer, entrepreneur, or small business owner looking for actionable business and marketing advice and funny off-topic rants. Join Petro, Sophia, and the Double Exposure Show community on Facebook at Double Exposure Show Group. And here's Petro and Sophia. Hello, I'm Sophia Lemon. And I am Petro. This week we're talking about simple social media tips. And you can find links and show notes for this episode at uh, doubleexposure.show slash 66. No. Nope. Pick up sticks. No, nope. 57. <laughs> oh, 57. Why do I have 66 written down? I don't know. You, 57. Yeah, baby brain. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> It's Yay! the music. It threw me off. <laughs> True. <laughs> you can hear you can hear me in the background, and the the intro the new intro music is totally throwing me off. So yep. well, that's got to be it. So I texted you while I was driving. Oh no! <laughs> um, <laughs> last weekend I was driving to London for a tournament, and mm-hmm. I had left a shoot, and I was listening to business podcasts. And what do I hear but our theme music on another one- podcast? The one from Ben Sound that we've been using for 56 episodes? Yes. And I was like... Unbelievable. No! So, uh, yeah, we had to to get new. I've even beatboxed it. I know. And therefore, I think it should be ours, but whatever. Um, So so we got some new music, and I like the new music anyway. Yeah. Funny enough, when we started this uh, journey... Um, we, well, rather I got a message from, uh, one of our listeners and she's, she forwarded me a link of a video she did for school that she submitted to me when she was my student mm-hmm. and it was that music yeah. and, and she's like, is that on purpose? So it was, it was really nice. And I said, yes, <laughs> <laughs> but I had forgot about it. Um, but yeah, so, uh, you did come to London area. Uh, on the weekend, and I told you I might go see you, and I never did because you're and a horrible person. Yes, yeah, go on. That's pretty much that's pretty much it. <laughs> no, th- that's the whole story. I'm a terrible, terrible person. Yes. So I'm glad we all uh, agree. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, uh, how did it go? How was your weekend? Uh, we won. What a surprise! Yeah, I know. Um, so that's about it. I saw my brother. I had a cold. I still have a cold. Um, which sucks. So if I cough, I apologize, but what can you do? Um, but yeah, that's not super exciting, but I have some other reasonably exciting surprise like news. Is it this? Oh, that's the surprise. Yeah, go ahead, please. Okay. Um, Anticipation is like the, it's killing me, the suspense. (laughs) So I told you all last week that I met the owner of Eve Cork. Yeah. And I saw him again yesterday and I was sitting there like, uh, I said, I just posted a link to your, uh, to your website on our Facebook group. And Kendra Shank had uh, commented on it saying, oh my God, I'm in love. So I was just laughing to him about that. He's like, oh, we'll get you like a discount code. So nice. I'm working on getting a discount code for our listeners 
for Eve Cork. So this is pretty cool. It's a Canadian company. It's a an environmentally friendly company. And the bags are just badass. So, <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I will share that on the Facebook group. Doubleexposure.show slash 60, sorry, 57 yeah. may have that link and yes. code as well. Yes. All right. Oh, I'll get it. I'll get it. So, yeah. <clears throat> what Power of social media, right? I mean, how cool is that? Oh, no, I know. Yeah. I'm pretty excited. I want a discount code for their bags. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real here. I mean, at the end of the day, we want to promote them and give them some uh, FaceTime on our show and basically, you know, give them some, some sales. But at the end of the day, I just it's want, about, yeah, I want a bag. A, it's about a bag for Sophia. Yeah, I want a bag. Let's, <laughs> let's all be real. Yeah, we don't want to help them. I just want a bag. <laughs> <laughs> I have a fetish with bags. Um, a lot of you may not even know, but um, I had a bag company, uh, basically an online, uh, it, was a, it was a wholesale uh, business. And we, re, we basically sold and resold um, uh, bags for photography mostly, but yes. uh, sport bags. And uh, one of my favorite bags was Crumpler, and for the simple reason that they had a lifetime warranty. But uh, one thing about Crumpler is they're kind of ugly. Um, they're, they're functional, and I don't want to say ugly, but their material is polyester, right? It's, it's not leather, it's not, it's not the most fashionable uh, but it, it does the job really well. Like it protects things. And again, my favorite thing is the fact that they were a lifetime warranty, mm -hmm. but after seeing Eve Cork, I'm like, I really want one. So yeah. <laughs> I really want to see what it's all about. So, well, so. Crumpler is like a camera bag, right? And Eve Cork is not a camera bag. Right. So exactly. someone, completely opposite thing. someone for goodness sake, do some research for me. So I don't have to do it myself on inserts, um, for like creating a camera bag because, I'll send you some. I want one of these things. Oh, you'll send me some things. Okay, that solves yeah. everything. <laughs> or some links at least. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, we, we don't do that anymore. Um, the business was going really well and it sort of took off. Uh, we were getting really big orders from UK, Germany, and Italy. And unfortunately, if, if a lot of you don't know, it's probably best not to do business with Italy and Canada Post or because huh. uh, basically the postal ser service fails as soon as it crosses the border to Italy. Yep. And and a lot of the people know that. So I had a lot of big orders kind of go missing and it, w it wasn't it wasn't the most fun. Um, and uh, so that, that sort of put a, a stick into the spokes, if you will. But uh, at the end of the day, um, the fluctuation of the U.S. dollar killed mm -hmm. the business so when when canadian dollar is bad it's really good for me yeah <laughs> uh for an online business but when our dollar rose back in like 2010s uh so about seven eight years ago uh that was sort of the end of the of the business uh, i was putting in more time than than it was worth and unfortunately i had to call it a day and even even today same thing's happening our dollar fluctuates so much that it wouldn't yeah. the business model just wouldn't uh, exist and it was born from sheer boredom uh one january i was kind of looking around for things to do and bumped into somebody at a trade show and we got talking and told them about my love of bags and that's how it was that's how it all started hmm. but, i um, have a crumpler bag yeah you do i have the what's it called the eight million dollar home <laughs> i love their names i it's know so, so creative and it's pretty yeah. much the same um it's pretty much in the same shape as when i got it basically um 
I got the brown one. It has orange inside and blue, and it's mm. it's, it's well, very effective. <laughs> let's let's get you an Eve cork and yes, um, go from there. <laughs> yep, that one's gonna have to be multi-purpose because I'm going to want to put my laptop in it and carry it around with me. So, yeah, there's that. Yeah. I'm excited. I so. I sent him a message on facebook this morning i was like yeah let's do it and um <laughs> i will probably see him again next week so if i haven't heard from him i'll be like i will i don't know tackle him and be like where's my code <laughs> well i love that it was a surprise <laughs> i know are you excited i'm excited i'm excited i'm so excited i'm eating <laughs> what are you eating it Mm-mm. sounded like toast i'm not sharing <laughs> what well, you, um, I mean, <clears throat> Hannah, could you, Hannah made me um, English muffins and oh. uh, and and scrambled eggs. And um, what I do is I put them on the English muffin <laughs> and eat them like open, like little open faced oh, sandwiches. Cute. That's cute. I love it. And she's really good at it. So I believe you. <laughs> yeah. But simple social media tips. Where right. do we start? Oh man. Basically, what I want to talk about is scheduling your social media and then getting the F off of social media. Mm-hmm. I So keeping it simple. Yeah, keeping it simple. Cheapers, creepers. Um, I have a few tools that you can use for scheduling your social media posts. But basically, I found that people have a nasty habit of sitting in front of their computer And, you know, Mm -hmm. they'll post to Facebook and then they will sit there and they'll wait. How many likes am I getting? Same thing with Instagram. Now, let me ask you, did you ever not do that? Or have you ever done that? Oh, for sure. Was that the beginning of your social media? I'm pretty sure that's how pretty much every photography business starts. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, I made my first post. I got 20 likes. (laughs) I know. Yeah. So, (laughs) excuse me. Um, yeah, you want to basically batch schedule your posts, um, and that will allow you to like sit down for like half an hour a week or an hour a week even and schedule all of your posts for the next week. Um, and that way you don't have to sit on social media all week. You can actually get out and shake some hands and meet some people and do some work. Um, so for me, I've actually just been scheduling Instagram posts mostly these days. So I'll schedule the Instagram post. And then when it's posted from Instagram, then I'll share it from Instagram onto Facebook with the same caption and everything. Now, do you have it set up so it automatically does it? No, I don't want the zillion hashtags in my captions on Facebook. So I manually do it, but you have to manually post to Instagram anyway. So the tools that you use to schedule posts for Instagram, the tool that I use is Planoly and it's a visual scheduler. So it lets you see what your timeline will look like on Instagram, Mm -hmm. which is pretty cool. Um, But what the tools do is they save the image, it schedules it, and then it sends you a notification on your phone. So the notification pops up on my phone saying I have a post scheduled for Instagram and I hit post now. It opens up Instagram, opens the image you can put on your filters and everything. And then you, it copies 
the caption. So you can paste the caption into Instagram. Instagram doesn't let you just schedule posts and have them go out willy nilly. Um, You have to manually post it. So since I'm already in Instagram manually posting it, then all I have to do is go to that image afterwards and then remove the hashtags and check my Facebook page and then share it to the Facebook page. The only downside to that is I can't tag people in it in in the scheduled posts. You have to go back and do it manually. Yeah, so I have to go into Facebook yeah. and manually tag people, which isn't a big deal. I can do that later or whatever. Um, and half the time, I've noticed people just tag themselves in exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Um, so there's a couple other tools that I have used in the past. So I use Buffer for Facebook and Twitter. Mostly all I post there is um, like one-liners because I'm hilarious. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> I will buffer my one-liners. <laughs> <laughs> the, the one thing that I really like in Buffer is that they have a um, power scheduler. So when I post a blog post, for example, I hit the little Twitter share button. It opens up in Twitter and then I hit a little button that says buffer or buffer this post or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I can open it up in the power scheduler, <clears throat> which lets me then schedule it to Twitter, LinkedIn, Google+. Um, I can schedule it to Instagram, but I don't do it that way because it just doesn't work for me. And you can schedule to Pinterest as well. And what that does is it, it gives you multiple times to share that content. So on Twitter, I will share it usually about three times. LinkedIn, uh, once this week, once next week. Google Plus, same thing, once this week, once next week. It makes sure that you're posting that content more than once with different captions um, so that you're you know, reaching more than just the few people who happen to be on social media at the time that you're posting it. Are you giggling at Mia? Yeah, I can't help it. <laughs> what is she talking about? <laughs> I don't understand it yet. Um, we're, we're working on the same language. <laughs> so I find that really helpful, the power scheduler. So um, yeah, it, it makes sure that you're posting the same content multiple times. You shouldn't be posting to social media your content once because then you're only reaching the people who happen to be on social media at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then hopefully, um, people are sharing your content and everything to their <clears throat> audiences, but, um, you really want to maximize your reach and share it multiple times so that you're hitting more of your target market. <sighs> and the next one that I've been trying that I just started trying yesterday is Tailwind. And it, it's for, it. I know, it's for Instagram and Pinterest. And I have not been scheduling Pinterest posts, but Pinterest, from what I understand, is incredibly powerful. Um, incredibly. Yeah, it's crazy. <clears throat> Part of my social media class in um, in college was actually like, uh, like 10% of it was actually on, about Pinterest. And the eye rolls I would get from, from talking about Pinterest is yeah. ridiculous. But once in a blue moon, you would see two to three people get it and get really excited about it. And that that was amazing for me. That was really rewarding. Yeah. Uh, but you're right. Pinterest has an incredible power uh, to get you, if not a lot of business, at least a lot of traffic and maybe help you with with some exposure. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, so but. 
it's funny, I posted this one image, a screenshot from my picture perfect guide when I originally came out with it. And I just put it on Pinterest. And the beautiful thing about Pinterest is it like scans stuff for keywords and like colors and everything and like, you know, retargets your content to other people who might find it useful. Well, without any sort of engagement from my followers on Pinterest, I got, I had, I think I have like close to like 4,000 repins on one screenshot from my picture perfect guide from when I originally posted it. So that's pretty cool. Like hmm. I didn't, I just posted it once and then yeah, that happened. So yeah, Pinterest is pretty powerful. However, you can't just schedule schedule these things. I can speak English most days. Sometimes it's difficult, especially when I'm sick. But anyway, you can't just schedule the posts. You can't just send them out and then expect people to engage with them. So, mm-hmm. and that's the thing. You are looking for engagement. In the last episode when we talked about marketing, you want your marketing efforts to convert people. You want your social media posts to convert people and you want to be pointing them to some sort of form of communication with you. Um, So your captions are pretty important. Yes, you want to be posting powerful images, but if you're posting a powerful image and then saying, look how beautiful this is, how good of a photographer am I? That's not really, (laughs) you know, copy that will engage people necessarily. Um, So you want to be telling stories in your social media posts and giving people a reason to engage with them. So the way that I'm doing this now is I'm having my clients write my captions for me. I talked about this (laughs) last week. I send them a questionnaire when they book with me, asking them questions about their relationship, what they're passionate about, stuff like that. So they answer the questionnaires. And then I have content that I can just copy and paste and put in my captions. Um, And I find that really helpful for myself. A lot of people also like to use motivational quotes and stuff like that, which I have been using when I do not have content to copy and paste. Okay. But... The important part is you need to use calls to action. Um, Yes. Yeah. People are funny. Like, they're reasonably easy to manipulate in the sense that if you say, (laughs) click this button, people will click on the button. So um, that sounded really evil how I worded that. But anyway. (laughs) (laughs) But it's true. I mean, the word manipulate doesn't have to be a negative thing. Yes. You know. Yeah. you you manipulate through the power of suggestion. Um, it the bottom line is um, if you put a big red button on the wall and set, and put a sign that says "Do not press," everybody's going to want to press it, and some of them are probably going to press it. Yeah. <laughs> but if you put if you make it blue um, or green rather, and put a sign that says "Press this button when you walk in the room," mm-hmm. everybody's going to do it. Nobody's going to question it. Everybody's just going to do it. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, same thing, same thing online when you, you know, there's a lot of clickbait out there. And I'm going to kind of suggest that you refrain from being clickbaity. Uh, and what clickbait is, if you don't know, it's you see a really cool image and then there's a caption, you know, um, she does this 
and wait till you see what happens. <laughs> You're not going to believe what happens. Yeah. It's something like that, right? So I'm not very good with it, but clickbait is like disgustingly effective. It really annoys me. And yeah. it really, really annoys me when I get clickbaited and I go to a web page and there isn't a number 17. Like, wait, you said you will not believe number 17, and then I get to the webpage, and there's no number 17. And <laughs> so all of those companies, what they're doing is they have littered their web pages with ads. So they make mm -hmm. it actually really difficult to read their content because they really just want you to see an ad and then go somewhere and buy something so they make money. I guess this works for people, but whatever. A lot of these ads are pay-per-click, so when you, yeah. even when you accidentally scroll on your phone and click on this ad, they get paid. Mm -hmm. But yeah, when they tell you when they tell you there's 17 things that might help you, <clears throat> a lot of these things might actually be really useful. Yeah. But every single one you have to click next for. Yes. Next, next, yep. next. I hate that. And then that next button is so small, and it's surrounded by about 40 ads. Yep. You're just making money for these people. I have tried um, a little bit of clickbait stuff. Um like, oh, number three really helped me. Um, captions like that. I don't okay. think it's a huge problem for me because I am not getting paid for ads. <laughs> there aren't any ads on my website. And the people who are clicking on this are actually going to find it useful because I am putting a little bit about what I'm talking about into the mm -hmm. caption. So if they're at all interested in, you know, what I'm talking about in this blog post, and then they're like, Oh, number three. I wonder what number three is. It kind of makes sense for them to go look at it. They're probably yeah, going to enough. get some use out of it. Um, Especially if they're useful things. I'm not directing them there so that they will click on an ad. I'm directing them there so that they will find the useful information that I'm posting. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. So there's that. So calls to action. Um, they're really simple. You just say click here or like this or double tap if or... Um, tag someone or comment this information or even go to my profile and click on the link to see the blog post or whatever. Those are calls to action. So basically in every caption, you want to give people an action to follow. Okay. Um, and to engage with you somehow or get in contact with you or go to your website or whatever. Thoughts? Not much to input when you cover everything, okay. but I do want to shift gears a little bit and talk a little bit about platforms okay. because I know I know we're kind of covering just simple social media tips, uh, but platforms, uh, there are like a bajillion platforms out there for social oh, media. Man. Yes. The number one and most common one would be Facebook, of course. Yep. Um, on the scale of one to 10, what do you think is the importance of a photographer being on Facebook, being present, having having a page on Facebook? To be honest with you, at this point, I think you can do it without Facebook. Mm -hmm. These days, you can do it with just Instagram. Um, if you are really good at Instagram, you could run your photography business just using, just using Instagram. Um, I use Facebook. I find Facebook incredibly useful for me. But yeah. So <clears throat> same thing. I would I would say Instagram takes precedent over Facebook, but have both because a lot of people still connect on Facebook and don't really do Instagram, you know, obviously. Yeah. So you have a broader reach. Um, second, uh, really big platform, not necessarily for photography, but it, it would be Twitter, right? Um, how important is Twitter for you? 
So I don't get any business from Twitter. Yeah. I use Twitter. I post my one-liners and I post all of my shoots and everything, but I don't get any business from Twitter. I do get business from Facebook. Yeah, exactly. Now, would you would you feel comfort, comfortable telling people, don't even bother getting a Twitter account? If you don't have Twitter, don't bother getting Twitter. Yeah. Unless, that's, that's kinda... unless you're using it to follow other people whose content you're interested in. The mm-hmm. thing I found with Twitter these days, it's sort, it's sort of transitioned into like a business-to-business platform. Mm-hmm. Where like marketers and business owners are promoting their own material to other business owners because yeah. they're selling some sort of service. It's all like a reshare of blog posts mm-hmm. about various topics. And I don't have time for that shit. And like Twitter <laughs> is a lot of like sharing other people's content. And you guys already know this about me. That's a waste of time. Absolutely. And I mean, Twitter is great if you are trying to find um, what people are talking about Mm -hmm. uh, because it's really easy to search for a keyword and a lot of things will come up. Uh, But I find there are less and less people talking about things. So if you are just starting out and you're and you're thinking, you know, you need to uh, hit the ground running and have everything ready, I would tell you, hold off of Twitter for now. I mean, you can get it and start looking at things, but don't invest your time in it. Yeah. Well, and that that's, I took it to heart when, when you said you want to talk about simple social media tips. Um, let's, let's use the word simple and, and keep yeah. it simple for you. Let's make it simple for you. Okay. Um, so the top three platforms then simply put would probably be Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. Yeah. Funny enough, same, same list for me. Yeah. However, um, I am a huge, uh, believer that Snapchat has a future. And I've actually started um, teaching Snapchat and how to effectively use it. So I think (coughs) I think Instagram killed Snapchat for Mm -hmm. for the marketing aspects of it. I know that like teenagers are still using it um, to chat with each other. But Instagram Mm -hmm. took like all of the functionality of Snapchat and I could never figure out how to make Snapchat work. So I just. I deleted my account, I think. <laughs> I'm not even on there anymore. I can't figure it out. <laughs> um, Snapchat actually works quite well for um, one of our friends, uh, Dave Sanford. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has pretty good luck with it. He has a lot of feedback on it. But I find Snapchat is great for people who are already engaged with you. Mm-hmm. And then they sort of find you on Snapchat. Gotcha. And so it gives them another platform to follow. Um what I like about Snapchat is that to me, it's like uh, an advertisement on the back of a bus, if you will, mm-hmm. or on the side of the bus. You're not going to advertise a new business on a bus because people see it and they forget about it yeah. and then who cares. But if you have an established business with a really good reputation and a sort of a brand name, um, having a bus drive around, a mobile platform, it, it kind of reinforces that image in people's eyes, right? Oh, yeah. So it's, it's kind of like that subliminal advertising almost. So to me, Snapchat is something that I would get once you, once you get the first three uh, things figured out, like Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest. Yeah. And I personally uh, can't stand the Google Plus platform. <laughs> um, I think it's a little clunky. I think it could be improved on. Uh, yeah. And in Canada, nobody uses it. So I don't really use Google Plus except that I post to my business page because people still Google stuff. Exactly. And everything on my Google business page helps 
like my Google search results. So, um, yeah, I still post to my business page, but I'm not really I'm not on that's there. That's the only <laughs> reason you need to kind of you need to kind of establish one and yeah. make it look good. Other than so, my advice yeah. about Google Plus is to just make sure it's not outdated, mm-hmm. right? So you Which don't necessarily have to. Mine is. Outdated. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that, and that's exactly why I'm saying that because so is mine. And so is a couple of businesses that I help with, uh, social Most media and businesses. marketing. I, it's, yes. it's hilarious. Most businesses seem to forget about Google. Like a lot of my clients still come from Google. Um, all of my information on there is current, but like I want to update the images that are attached yeah, to my profile. Photos, possibly even logos <clears throat> or business yeah. names. But like, uh, like yeah. nine out of ten are outdated. <laughs> it's funny. Like I've gone to businesses, and the hours on their Google page are out of date. Mm-hmm. Like it's a little bit outrageous. But yeah, so. <laughs> well, the true. funny thing is, it makes me frustrated. But then I'm the one who who's doing the same thing. Right. So I'm kind of like, well, I mean, uh, they didn't exactly make it easy to update that stuff. So, yeah. Do you find it frustrating to get anywhere on Google? Like it's, it's ridiculous. Oh my God. You can never get anything done on there. They've just made everything (laughs) so complicated. And then I have to Google how to do stuff on Google. And like, well, the crazy part is that none of their help pages are actually helpful. They're all out of date. (laughs) God. Oh man. (laughs) Google, get your shit together. Yeah, Jeez. we're calling you out. If if you have something to say, Google, you you can email us. Your search results are awesome, and your email is fantastic. But your other crap, get it together. Yeah, Jeez. get your shit together, guys. Um, yes. Lastly, I want to talk about LinkedIn. Okay, um, yeah, LinkedIn is good for sure. It okay. has its place. What um, do you want to say? Do you find what kind of business do you find? So LinkedIn can can be useful for. So when I'm on LinkedIn. I'm targeting business owners, real estate agents, um, people who need a headshot, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a totally different market that I'm going after on LinkedIn. But if I'm posting relevant content frequently and like they know me as a photographer and they hire me for a headshot, they're more likely to hire me for family photos later on. Or um, these are the people who like... Um, their daughter's getting married and they're like, oh, I know a photographer. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah. So oh, I, you can't, sometimes it goes the opposite way where, yeah, um, yeah. well, I won't get it to, into details, but so here's, people recommend you for things that you're like, yeah, I, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Here's a bit of an expansion on what we talked about last week when I said that you really need to have an actual ideal client. You need to know who you're talking to. You're not just talking to 18-year-olds, to 65-year-olds, men and women. That's not how marketing works. Um, But so I have a different client on Facebook. I have a different client on Instagram and I have a different client on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. Um, So I, I do use Facebook because my clients who are, um, I'm going to say like 40 plus, like, retired, retiring, um, have adult children, um, and have, you know, substantial income. Those people are not on Instagram. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, they're on Facebook, but they are not on Instagram. Um, and for them, Facebook is like an awesome platform for marketing. I can tag them in photos. They show up on their profile, all their family and friends see them. So, and all their family and friends engage in those images as well. Um, right. So you need, you definitely need to be looking at all of these platforms, who you are talking to on these platforms. 
Um, because yeah, like I said, I, I still do headshots, but I'm not going to be marketing my headshots necessarily on Instagram unless it's a headshot that matches the imagery that I like to post on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we just kind of rewind back to LinkedIn. We did this awesome promo where we literally marketed LinkedIn portraits yep. and it was going to be, it was, it was a 15 minute session. That's how we advertised it. Mm -hmm. You're going to come in for one simple headshot and you're yep. going to leave with one simple headshot. Yep. And some people came in and they nailed it in like two minutes. Yep. So we just kind of chatted up with them and in front of them downloaded the images and showed it to them. Uh, and that's how we spent their 15 minutes. And some people, we really needed 15 minutes to do that. But regardless, yeah. um, we only charged 50 bucks for this. Yeah. Um, we got so much uh, response about it. And I was hoping for a little bit better um, client retention. Uh, I, I thought maybe out of like, let's say, for every 10 people we photograph, we're going to have uh, five potential clients for <coughs> some other work. Um, mm -hmm. Because a lot of these people are real estate agents, etc., and it was more like one out of twenty. Um, yeah, so I, <laughs> I hate to say it, but when <clears throat> when someone's hiring you for fifty dollars, exactly, those people don't have any brand loyalty. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and they, that that's yeah. the biggest reason why I would never do like <clears throat> um, what are those websites, Groupon, and and yes. whatnot. So, but we'll yeah, we'll get into sure. that another time. Oh, now, man. I did want to talk about. Um, the, the right steps to get here. I mean, we kind of filled your brains and bombarded you with a bunch of tools, a bunch of platforms and, you know, told you that it's really important to schedule posts. So my suggestion is to create an action plan. Um, baby steps will get you a lot further than if you just decide to do everything and overwhelm yourself with the amount of work that you need to do. Try, you know, if you, if you want to do research, uh, do it, you know, Google, which one is, which uh, which tool is the best to use for scheduling posts for Facebook or Instagram and, and try that tool out oh. or you can take Sophia's suggestion yeah. uh, and just, and just do it. Right. But don't download seven or eight of them and try to use all of them at once. So, that, uh, that's, yeah. so seriously. So let's say that you pick like three social media platforms, mm -hmm. make sure that you have an avatar for each of those platforms and it will be a different avatar. I don't want to hear about, Oh, it's the same person on each platform. No, it's not. <laughs> um, so three different avatars. And then I hate to say it, but you're probably going to need three different applications. So you're going to buffer tailwind and planally. Like I mm -hmm. love using one tool for everything. I hate having to have multiple tools, but each of these tools does a different job better. So, yeah, you're probably going to need three. And that, and that is true. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, I would love to say that Hootsuite was my favorite thing. And uh, it does amazing job with posting to all the platforms. But it's got its limitations. Yeah. And don't, um, don't be surprised when these companies actually say, oh, we want money from you. Yeah. Uh, Trust me, paying 20 bucks a month for a subscription or or, even, or less at some sometimes or sometimes you can buy it for a whole year for like 50 or 60 bucks. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. And the reason for that is that you're going you're technically buying your time back. Yeah. Not having to sit in front of the computer or on Facebook. I mean, if you're the kind of person who, you know, wants to kind of sit in front of a computer and just is bored and wants to cruise Facebook, uh, we can't help you there. 
but at least we can try to help you manage your social media yep. uh, scheduling, et cetera. So uh, do have an action plan. Uh, figure out, you know, kind of a set a goal where you want to be with uh, with your social media and try to follow it by uh, scheduling your posts, using the tools and being as efficient as possible. So, yeah. And I also want you to start tracking this stuff. So if you're signing up for three different applications, um, track it throughout the year what you're making money on and what is and is not working. And if one of these platforms is not working for you, ditch the platform like, um, and stop paying for that application. Um, so yeah, set your goals and track everything and make sure that you're doing like the good captions and make sure that you are using calls to action. Another thing I want to say is make it really easy for people to get in touch with you. So if you're linking to stuff, link directly to stuff, like link directly to your contact page on your website. If you're linking to a blog post, include a call to action in that blog post with an action step for whoever is reading it. So, hey, are you looking for a headshot? Or, hey, are you getting married, planning your wedding? Click this button to get in Mm -hmm. touch with me. Um, don't just expect them to go to your website, look at pretty pictures and happen to see the link to your mm-hmm. contact page, like put, <laughs> put calls to action in your blog posts. <clears throat> the other thing is to engage with people. So on Instagram, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, when people are commenting on your stuff, comment back. I don't want you to see, I don't want to see you going to pages on Instagram and doing the fake comments just to get followbacks. So don't go to like some random person's like Instagram page and leave a smiley face or the hands clapping or whatever. Um, Go and leave like a for reals comment. Look at people's photos, reach out and say, hey, this is a beautiful photo. Oh my God, your kids are so adorable or whatever. Actually engage with people. And when you're doing that, it is totally cool to send private messages on Instagram and stuff like that. If you're looking at people's stories send them private messages. This is adorable. Your apple picking was like so cute. It looks like you guys are having so much fun. Don't include calls to action in that stuff. Just, you know, reach out and engage with people. (laughs) Click on this link to find out about the promotion on canvases. Yeah. Be a real real person. Yeah. Don't do that, please, for the love of God. Mm -hmm. So that's awesome. Um, One thing that I'm a firm believer in is if it's not making you money, ditch it. Yes. So don't worry about saving face and, oh, I have so many Twitter followers and blah, blah, blah. Literally, if it's wasting a lot of your time and you're not making any money and you're not using it to follow other people and see what's up, yep. ditch it. Yep. And I mean, look do, at it. Do we have a, sorry to cut you off. Do we have a Twitter account for Double Exposure? We do. And we okay. don't use it. <laughs> <laughs> we also have an Instagram account, which we should use. But Instagram is a little bit of a pain in the tushy um, with with. Having to, like, you can only post to one account kind of thing. It's, yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. That's actually all I had to say. Okay. Me too. Okay. Speaking of calls to action. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, if you guys, I have officially, sort of, I've done like a soft launch of my new Picture Perfect guide. It is up. If you go to pictureperfect.guide, it will take you to the new landing page. Go check it out. Get a copy. Um mm. Mm, coffee. Add it, add it to your phone. <laughs> <coughs> um, yeah. Um, 
that's 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 what I got. I am tired. Are you? I have a long day ahead of me. It's, you sound like you're in the studio. I am in the studio. Yeah. Because I have better internet here. And also, well, that's about it. It gets me out of the house. <laughs> it's fresh air from the open window <laughs> that we can hear all the road noise oh, in the background. The window is closed now. Is it? <laughs> yes. Oh. It's, uh, uh, yeah. You know, you are a little bit echoey. So what I would suggest is getting a lot of canvases for your walls. Because <laughs> they do absorb the sound. Well, I have these so. boxes now around the microphone, so it should cut out a little bit of the of the sound, and then I will, I'll fix it in post. <laughs> never, <laughs> never say that as a photographer, but yeah. Nope. As a podcaster, it's totally different. <laughs> <laughs> but we still aim to please and try to nail it. Yes. What am I trying to say? Yeah. In, in production. We try. Get it right the first time. We try. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, so, all of these like noise canceling whatevers, it's it's like all automated in audition. So <laughs> technically, we are following our own advice. Mm-hmm. Ha. Mm-hmm. And what I like is we we try new things too. Oh, uh, for sure. We try we try Zencaster. We we use Audition. It's it's great. So I want I want to kind of say do the same thing. Don't be afraid to try something. And yes. if it doesn't work for you, then, you know, move on to things that do work for oh, you. I did want to say, be objective in your tracking. So if you're looking at different platforms and you're saying like, oh, Pinterest really didn't work for me, but you didn't put any calls to action in your posts or you didn't use the right format of pictures to get people's attention, like you need to look at that, right? Um, so do a little bit of research online about like, you know, if Pinterest really isn't working for you, if you're not getting any um, leads from Pinterest, then maybe look up like how to post to Pinterest better. Like look up a generic blog post and read it. And there are going to be good tips in it. And if you're not doing some of the things in that blog post, then be like, oh, well, I will try (laughs) something new and try those new things and see if that doesn't help. Absolutely. So we want to know what you, our listeners, are doing with your uh, uh, Instagram, not just Instagram, social media posts, um, how you're scheduling things, uh, what platforms you really like, what platforms are really working for you. And I also want to know that uh, whether or not uh, you're using some of the platforms that I don't use, for example, Google Plus or um, what was the other one? LinkedIn, I guess. MySpace. <laughs> Twitter. Yeah. Let us know if uh, MySpace is MySpace even around. Anymore? It still exists. I'm pretty sure. Oh, my goodness. Um, so, yeah, let us know if Twitter um, is working for you and Google Plus is working for you and what you're doing to make it work for you. Share yeah. share some of these things. Uh, maybe we're not implementing. After all, we kind of learn from each other's mistakes here. Mm-hmm. And uh, any and all links are going to be posted in um, uh, doubleexposure.show slash 57. Yes. You got <laughs> it. Join, join the conversation on Facebook at uh, Double Exposure Show Group. Yep. Um, and remember to tune in next week. Um, we're going to be try to try to be here every Wednesday for you. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> we better be here. That's all I have yeah. to say. Um, thanks to Benjamin Edward for our aardvark. Uh, ben Sound <laughs> for our theme music. 
And thank you for sharing this episode with a friend because we love it when you do that. Um, if you like this episode, um, you would be doing us a huge favor if you left us a review and a rating on iTunes. Five stars only, please. Yes. We don't care about four yeah. stars. <laughs> no even numbers. No. <laughs> Unless there are one. No ones. No ones. <laughs> no threes. So un- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you only have one choice. <laughs> All right. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time. Get to work. You're listening to Double Exposure Show with me, Sean Connery.